Greetings, this is Brother Leroy with Carriers of the Covenant Ministry, and I want to thank you for taking out your busy, busy time to be with us. And I want to thank my partners and friends and loved ones who have made this possible. Uh, and I want to ask you, it makes a difference to contact the platform by which you are hearing or viewing us. Be it if you subscribe, hit that bell, uh, send us an email, give us a like, but let the platform by which you or sharing your time with us, let them know how we've been a blessing to you. We're talking about faith. Let's read Hebrews 11, 1. Hebrews 11, 1 and 6 says, Now faith is the reality, what is the hope for, the proof of what is not seen. Uh, verse 3, By faith we understand that the universe was created by the world, word of God, so that what is seen was made from things that are not visible. Now, Scripture says, But now without faith it is impossible to please him. Since the one who draws nearest to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those that seek him. And we're talking about faith. And one of the things we were sharing about how it is not biblically, biblically correct to have a multitude of people to pray with you as an individual. Now, we did share it is proper for a group of people or a nation of people or a church of people to pray, pray for something. But... In that sense, you need to know that all the people that are praying with you are being in agreement. You know, over there's been a few times my family has been attacked. And uh, I remember one particular time a, a close relative was in the hospital and, and people were upset with us, uh, been out of shape because we did not let them know that person was in the hospital. You know, uh, I, I'll never forget. But see, they don't. They, those people that was upset didn't understand the power of agreement. I know one time uh, uh, a, cl a close associate of ours, actually a friend, they uh, asked me to pray for uh, pray for their relative, and I told them, if you want me to pray, I need to talk to all your relatives who are sitting in that waiting room. And and the, and the person said, do whatever is necessary. And and I I I mean I would. I don't have that type of family, but I have to admit, I, I just I just blasted them people about what the relatives, what they must do and what not to do. I told some of them, I said, if you can't agree with us, if you got to say say negative things, get in your car and leave. Don't even stay on the parking lot. Now, the reason I said those things was because I understood uh, the power of agreement. I understood the capabilities that the spirit man has. Uh, even though the person may be unconscious and not uh, get any signs that you can see, I know the spirit man hears. Here, think, um, almost anything you find in scripture that God has said concerning himself, you will find a very much likeness of that. The scripture says God never sleeps nor, sleeps nor slumber, neither does your spirit man. Uh, and now I want to pick up, I want to read, make sure I touch upon that fact concerning um, I, we are going to get to uh, Romans, the um, fourth chapter, but I want to make I'm going to go back to that Matthew 18, 18 again. So you can see it in your in your Bible, your Bible. I am almost always going to make a point that you find it in your Bible. Over the I remember my I'll never forget my spiritual mother gave me a um, she gave me a uh, a hardback Schofield Bible, and I wore, I wore that Bible out in a very short period of time. I, I can remember one a red covered by a red leather covered Bible I had. My wife she just said, "You got 
you you are embarrassing me with that Bible. And what had happened was I had read, if I had to choose one book of the Bible to have, it would be the book of Ephesians. But I mean, I, I read that and marked that Bible so many times in the book of Ephesians, I wore out the right. Matthew 18, 18. For husbands and wives and families, this is a powerful, powerful, powerful faith principle. It is a principle to live by every day in your life. Matthew 18, 18. Truly, I tell you, whatever you, 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 brother Leroy, find on earth will have been bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will have been loose in heaven. Again, I tell you, if two of you on earth agree about any matter that's, that is an agreement with the will of God, the word, which is the word of God, that you pray for, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. So you want your child to go to a certain school, you, your wife, and that child come into agreement, and it will be so. Husband and wife, you're having challenges, having children, come into agreement, find the promise of God, and agree and children will be yours. So that's that. But you have to do it by faith. You have to believe. And you, you know, you may not. And I, I, I you may need to do things like start getting the baby, painting the baby's room, and buying baby's clothes. All those sorts of things. But be it because you believe it, because you have a. I remember the scripture says how uh, uh, this one, uh, uh, this situation. Uh, the person came across uh, what the scripture says. Children are a blessing of the Lord, and the man whose quiver is full is blessed. That's all that man needed. And the wife became pregnant. Of course, there was actions required with that. Remember, faith without actions did. So you could believe that scripture all that you want, but that wouldn't just give you a child here without action. Okay, Romans 4th chapter. Uh, where is this? Rome, excuse me, Romans 3, 4. Romans the third chapter, the fourth verse. Absolutely not. Let God be true, even though everyone is a liar, as it is written, that you may be justified in your words and triumph when you judge. You know, over the years, people have said to me, how can you do that? I can do it because I found the word of God. Faith. People. Some people say faith is blind. Blind. Faith is not blind. Faith sees what is already real, as that which is which is real. So, in other words, the Bible has already told me that I'm healthy. That I agree with that. The Bible told me I can live 120 uh, more years. I believe that. The Bible tells me I can live long and strong. I believe that God has told me I have the mind of Christ. I believe that the Bible tells me that with long life and length of days, I believe that the Bible tells me children are a blessing from the Lord. And you know what? I, I, I And think about that. If, if God says God does not change, if God says children are a blessing for the Lord, that means that when my children become become or became teenagers, they are still going to be a blessing to me.
And so, and what I have to believe, you know, on, on the on television, they portray a husband or wife and children being a certain way. That's not true. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna share this with you. Uh, if you ever see scenes where a woman is having a child, I mean, it's hor a horrific experience for the wife. The scripture tells me that teaches me. My wife is redeemed from the curse of the law. The curse of the law of painful childbirth came in when Eve, when Adam sinned. Not Eve, but when Adam sinned. So, but therefore, if uh, God said that she would be cursed, that was under the curse. But I have a better, a better covenant. Galatians 3, 13, 14, 15, I believe it is, uh, tells me I'm redeemed from the curse of the law. And then but Father, Jesus said in John 10, 10, the thief comes but to steal, kill, and destroy. It lets me know. And then the scripture says, by faith, my faith is the victory that overcomes the world. I need to write that down. Faith is the victory that overcomes the world. Then that means that anything, anything that comes against me that I don't want, I don't have it. You know, uh, I, I, I remember uh, not this happened, you know, uh, we're supposed to step out in faith, and and I know most of the time when I talk to most believers, they, uh, believers talk about the neg the weather on it from a negative point of view. But see, I'll give you an example. One time, uh, uh, some years ago, I was cutting the grass, and the wife, uh, 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 it was it was uh, she came out the door and says, "Hey, I, I know you want to finish cutting the grass." She says, uh, "She said, but this said it's going to be a hailstorm." Well, you know what? And she said, so you better take authority over the weather. So if Jesus could take authority over the weather and he says greater things that I would do than him and that he is my example, I took authority and said it will not hail and, and, and said certain things. I finished cutting the grass. No hell. And then it did hell, but it was small hell. It didn't it happen to me. But because, see, we are to rule and dominate. We are. We are. The scripture says we are kings. And we're priests. So kings and priests rule. Excuse, uh, we said we're princesses, kings and priests. So kings and priests dominate what they, their areas. And see, my area is all that pertains to me and my loved ones. Turn to John 20, 24. This here, I shared with you earlier how I, I saw in the scripture, Jesus says, my peace. I give, give unto you, but and my peace the world can't take away. Well, once I saw that, I realized no matter the circumstances that I had, and the Bible says resist the enemy. And see, we, we, we shared with you about the fruit of the Spirit. If you read uh, the verses before, and I believe it's before, they talk about what are the fruit of the unsaved man or the natural man. And so what happened, uh, I realized that at any time that if I'm not in peace, it's not the, the it's not the driver in front of me, it's not the person in front of me, it's not the clerk, it's not the person behind me blowing their horn, it's not the person that zips in the parking space in front of me, it's not the person who has advertised and I get there and the advertisement is wrong or they don't want to stand up to the agreement or the guarantee. It's not them that will cause me to lose my peace. It's me giving up my peace and so i have to make a spiritual conscientious decision i will stay in peace 
Let's look at John 20, 24. And one of the reasons I want to bring that out is the fact that we must realize that faith is a decision. Let me say it again. Faith is a decision. Faith is a decision. Faith is a decision that I have to choose to make. So in other words, I can choose to walk in unbelief or I can choose to walk in faith. This is Thomas. Some people call him Doubting Thomas. But notice what the scripture says concerning Thomas and his believing. But Thomas, so a number of the disciples and women had seen Jesus. And when they told, told Thomas about Jesus, they said this. He, excuse me, he said this. But Thomas, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples were telling him, we have seen the Lord. But Thomas said to them, I don't see, if I don't see the mark of the nails in his hands, put my finger into the mark of the nails and put my hands into his side, I, Thomas, will not believe. So Thomas made a conscientious decision not to believe what people he had virtually lived with night and day for three to three and a half years. He says, I will not believe what you're telling me. Now, here's notice this. Also, Jesus had told the disciples, especially nearing the end of his ministry, when he would give up his life, he had told them what was going to happen. So in essence, Thomas was saying, I don't believe what God has said, and I don't believe what you are saying. Until then, be a believing believer. Believe that Jesus loves you. Believe that Jesus has already given you all and more than you can ask or think. This is Brother Leroy saying, the word of God is true. Healing is yours. A sound mind is yours. Peace is yours. A fulfilling life is yours. Receive it in Jesus' name.